Hello everyone. Hey, Pastor Terry here. And uh, I want to welcome you to uh, Summit Church Fenton's Midweek Bible Study. Hey, this is July the 15th. Oh, summer's halfway, halfway through it. Time's just, just going by. But, but anyway, again, welcome to our Bible study. And, uh, hey, we've been talking about the subject of promotion. And, uh, this is our third session on promotion. And, uh, we've been looking at different things that we can do as found in the Word of God that will uh, bring promotion into our lives. And the first session, we looked at, at the importance of, uh, humility. And then last week, we looked at the importance of faithfulness. So if you missed either of those two sessions, you can go to, uh, you know, Facebook or YouTube, Summit Church Fenton, and you can even get them on our website at summitchurch.us under Pastor's Messages. But, uh, remember our, our foundation scripture for this series of Psalm 75 verse 6. It, it talks about that promotion doesn't come from the east, the west, or the south. And remember, we, we looked at that, that promotion comes from the north, and that's where the throne of God is. And true promotion comes from, from God. And, uh, so, so we've been talking about that. And, uh, 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 like I said, we talked about humility. We talked about faithfulness. But tonight I want to talk about seeking God, the importance of seeking God. And you know, a good scripture for this is Hebrews 11 verse 6 says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And so, uh, uh, that's what I want to center in on here. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So, you know, seeking God will bring reward from the Lord. And, uh, and right here it tells us that we need to seek him diligently. Diligently. Not half-heartedly or just, you know, occasionally now and now, now and then or whatever. But, but diligently. And if we'll seek God diligently, he'll reward us or he'll promote us. And, uh, and so, uh, uh, that's just a good, a good scripture, uh, that bear, brings out what I'm, what, 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 uh, you know, what I'm talking about here tonight is seeking God. The importance of seeking God will bring, bring, uh, promotion into your life. Uh, let's look at Proverbs 8, 17. Uh, the Lord says, uh, he says, I love those who love me and those who seek me diligently will find me. Well, there it is again. Uh, those who seek me diligently will find me. So that's how we need to seek the Lord, diligently. And then another good verse uh, on this subject is Jeremiah 29, 13. Uh, it says this, God says, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. When you search for me with all your heart. So if we want God to reward us and promote us, we're going to need to seek him and we're going to need to seek him diligently with all of our heart. And then uh, Matthew 6.33, uh, the Lord Jesus is speaking and he says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Now, of course, he's talking about the necessities of life. But you can see the importance of uh, seeking God first. You know, uh, seeking, I mean, that, that's being diligent. If you seek God first, uh, 
with all of your heart. Uh, these are the things we're going to have to do as it pertains to seeking God, and then he'll reward us and we'll be promoted. He'll promote us. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So that's a promotion in, in, in a sense, you know, having things added to you. Uh, but seek, seek him first. Uh, I heard one minister say this one time. It's really good. He said, uh, he, he said, you seek God first so you don't mess up late. <laughs> I like that. That's, that's really good. We seek him first. Uh, so, so, uh, we don't mess up late. I like that. But, uh, but, but that's how we need to seek the Lord. We need to seek him, uh, seek him first. And then, uh, Psalm 34 10 is another good verse. Uh, uh, the last part of that verse says, but those who seek the Lord will not lack any good thing. Now think about that. Those who seek the Lord will not lack any good thing. So you seek the Lord and you can see that, that talking about promotion there, isn't it? Not lacking any good thing. So, so we need to be humble. We need to be faithful, but we also need to seek the Lord. We need to do it diligently with our whole heart and do it first and, uh, and will not lack any good thing. Uh, you know, uh, something that, uh, else that you need to realize is, uh, let, let, let's go to 2 Chronicles 20 verse, uh, 1. 2 Chronicles 20 verse 1. Uh, and this brings out something very uh, good as it pertains to seeking the Lord. You know, there was a enemy army coming against King Jehoshaphat and the people of God. And here in Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 1, it said, It happened after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them beside the Ammonites, came to battle against Jehoshaphat. And some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea from Syria, and they are in Hazan, Tamar, and so forth. Notice verse 3. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord. Set himself to seek the Lord. See, you've got to set yourself to seek the Lord. You've got to set aside time. Uh, and, and that time needs to be first, as we've already seen. It needs to be quality uh, time. And uh, uh, so, so they, you know, they Jehoshaphat set himself and the people of God set themselves to seek the Lord. So, uh, just just want to tell you that 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 what I've learned in my life is that to seek the Lord, you just need to be diligent and set time in your schedule. Where, uh, you know, that time is going to be exclusively for the Lord and seeking Him with your whole heart. Okay? Uh, uh, and then it says here in verse 3, And they proclaimed a fast at, throughout all Judah. So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord. And from all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. So, you know... People uh, sometimes ask me, well, they'll say, Pastor Terry, how do I seek the Lord? Well, uh, first thing I would tell people is uh, uh, studying the Word of God. Now, not just reading the Word of God. Thank God for reading the Word. That That's really good. 
and, and do that. But if if you really want to be diligent about seeking the Lord, you're going to have to do more than just read, just you know, casual reading of the Bible, as good as that is. But you're going to have to set time aside and and, and really dig into that Bible and and study it, okay. And, uh, and, but that's one form of, of seeking the Lord is reading, but even more so studying the Word of God, studying it. Okay. And then here's another way to seek God. Notice they ask help from the Lord. That's praying right there. Praying. You can't talk about seeking God without talking about praying. You know, studying the Word, as we said, but then praying. And, uh, uh, what you do is you just set set time aside, like you'd set time aside to read and study the word. You set time aside to pray, and uh, remember uh, when you do that, when you get alone with the Lord to seek Him, when you pray, uh, remember this: when you pray, this is a good rule of thumb. Uh, I, I always do twice as much listening when I pray as I do talking. Uh, you know, see, see, prayer is a two-way communication with the Lord, you know. Uh, and, uh, yes, we do talk in our right. We speak to the Lord and we make our requests known to Him and so forth. Uh, but then, you know, we also need to, to stop and, and listen to what He has to say to us. Now, now you always want to, want to, uh, uh, do your praying in line with your, with your studying. Have your Bible there by, close by because, you know, God will primarily, you know, speak to you through his holy written word. That's, that's how he'll speak to you. But of course, there is that still small voice where he can speak to you, you know, on the inside. Now, God's not going to speak to you audibly with, where you hear him with these ears. Now, he can do that, but typically he won't. Typically, he'll speak to you through your, your, your reading and studying of the Word of God. But there also is that still small voice where He'll speak to you on the inside. And, uh, and so these are forms of seeking the Lord, studying, reading, studying the Word of God, praying. And again, when you pray, you know, you know, do, do twice as much listening as you do talking. Uh, you know, again, people a lot of times think when they, when they pray, they gotta do all the talking. Uh, but but think about who you're talking to. You know, I, I learned this a long time ago. You know, God's a whole lot smarter than I am. And so when I'm when I'm talking to him, when I'm praying, I I, I try to do it at least twice as much listening, if not more, than talking. Uh you know, it's interesting over the many, many, many years, uh you know, I've I've had umpteen folks, you know, come through the office for counseling. And uh one thing I've noticed with with several folks, not with everybody, but but with 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 a fair number, they'll come in for counseling and they'll they'll come in, sit down, and then they'll they'll tell me what the problem is, and then they'll just keep on talking, and they'll keep on talking and keep on talking, and you know I'll I'll, I'll try to interject something or whatever. They'll just keep right on talking, and then and you know eventually, maybe after 20, 30 minutes, whatever, they'll stop and say, well, what do you think? And then I'll go, well, and then they start talking again. And then they'll just keep right on going, right on going. And, and then they'll stop, you know, maybe after five, 10 minutes more, whatever. And then they'll say, what do you think about that, Pastor Terry? And I'll say, well, and then they'll, <laughs> and then they'll start talking again and on it goes. And then, 
you know, after an hour session of counseling, you know, they've talked about 50, 57 minutes and, you know, I got three minutes in there of, and most of that was hello and goodbye. You know what I'm saying? As they came in and, and left. So, you know, and they, they never really did get my, my, uh, uh, input. Uh, and that's happened, you know, sometimes with folks over the many years. But, uh, uh, but you know, I, I've done the same thing with the Lord. I've gone in there and, you know, and pray for an hour and, you know, I talk 58 minutes and, and then, then give him two minutes at the end to tell me what he thinks, you know, or what, what his view of it is or whatever the Lord's view. You know, I, I think we ought to switch that around. Maybe I ought to talk two minutes and, and listen to him for 58. I'd get a, you know, we get a whole lot further that way. So I think you get what I'm trying to say. You know, we, we seek the Lord. You can't talk about seeking the Lord without talking about prayer. Uh, uh, studying the word, reading the word, studying, you know, do more than reading. As I said, you dig in, study. And then of course here we, we saw where they fasted. And so that, that would be something that, that, that is a form of, of seeking the Lord, fasting, you know, and, uh, uh, I could teach a whole series on, on, on prayer and fasting, but fasting, you know, uh, you know, we, we typically talk about, you know, fasting food, but, you know, you might fast something else. You might, uh, for a period of time, you might fast watching uh, television and, and say, you know, the time I normally spend watching TV, I'm going to spend that with the Lord or, or social media or time on the cell phone or whatever the case. But of course, primarily fasting has to do with uh, abstaining from food for a, a period of time. But uh, uh, by the way, I would never fast if I were you apart from uh, seeking the Lord. Uh, you don't use fasting, you know, what I'm talking about here as, as a means of weight loss, which some, some folks, uh, have, have done that. You know, it, it, it's something you can do, abstain from food for a certain period of time, uh, you know, uh, uh, and, and spend, spend, you know, time studying and praying. But, uh, uh, but anyway, these are forms of seeking the Lord. Uh, studying the word, reading the word, praying, fasting. Uh, you might be able to think of some other thing, getting alone with the Lord, setting time aside. You know, I think you get what I'm talking about. But if we'll do these things, you know, seek God diligently, uh, with our whole heart, uh, first, keep Him first. Um, I mean, He'll promote us, He'll reward us, and we won't lack any good thing. And by the way, Jehoshaphat, he, you could read the rest of the story there in Second Chronicles 20, but, but, uh, they set themselves to seek the Lord and, uh, uh, and so on and so forth. And if you read the rest of the story, uh, the Holy Spirit came on one of the, one of the fellows there, you know, and he gave a prophecy how, how they wouldn't even have to fight in the battle and so on and so forth. And, uh, and, and God would give them the victory and, and boy, they, they got, they got a great victory there. And, uh, so you could even say that's some, some sort of a promotion, you know, but they got a victory. But anyway, in the time I have left, I want you to go to Second Chronicles 26. Second Chronicles 26. And in all the Bible, the whole entirety of the Bible, in Second Chronicles 26, we find a, a man uh, named Uzziah, king of Judah, 
And in all of the Bible, he is probably the best example that, that I'm aware of, of, of someone that sought God and, and God promoted him. And, and you can see promotion in his life. And so with the time I have left, I have a fair amount of time left. I want to go through here and just expound on Uzziah. Very interesting. One of the most interesting uh, 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 characters in all of the Bible. Notice in 2 Chronicles chapter 26, verse 1, it says, All the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old. Now, you're never too young to seek the Lord, and you're never too old. You know, uh, Moses didn't even get a good get get started really doing what God wanted him to do till he was eighty years old. Okay, so he was Uzziah was sixteen, and his his father had died, and 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 Uzziah now became the king. It says in verse two he built Elath, restored it to Judah, and so forth. Then in verse three, Uzziah was sixteen years old when he became king. He reigned fifty two years in Jerusalem. It gives his mother's name. And then in verse 4, he did what was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah had done. And look at verse 5. He sought God. He sought God. We're talking about seeking God and God promoting us, you know, through seeking him here this evening. He sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding, understanding in the visions of God, and watch this. As long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosper. Well, wow, there you have it. As long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Uh, actually, you study into this, you see God thrust prosperity on him. Uh, he, he, that's promotion. God, God promoted him as long as he sought the Lord. And then in verse 6, it says, he went out and made war against the Philistines and broke down the wall of Gath, the wall of Jabneth, the wall of Ashdod. He built cities around Ashdod and among the Philistines. Well, you seek God, you can build right among the enemies. <laughs> Philistines were the enemies of God. And look at verse 7. It says, God helped him. Well, that, that excites me right there. God helped him. Now, why did God help him? Because he was seeking the Lord. And he helped him against the Philistines, against the Arabians who lived in Jerbal, against the Mayunites, and and uh, God helped him. See, against people that were were enemies to to the people of God, and uh, and then notice here the Ammonites brought tribute to Uzziah. Think about that. That's promotion, you know. That's 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 good. And his fame spread as far as the entrance of Egypt. That's that's promotion. See, God's helping him. And he became, look at this, he became exceedingly strong. You see the hand of God on him, promoting him. Why? Because he sought God. And then in verse 9, he built towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate, at the valley gate, the corner buttress of the wall. It fortified him. He built towers in the desert, dug many wells. He had much livestock both in the lowlands and the plains. He also had farmers and vine dressers in the mountains and in Carmel. He loved the soil. Uh, he had that in common with my, with my wife. He, he, he liked working on the uh, husbandry, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, Uzziah and I don't have that, that in common. I like looking at it, uh, but I don't like working the soil. I like looking at the flowers when they're all out there. But anyway, I don't like, I don't like weeding. Uh, like the one time we, my wife and I, 
she said, I need you to help me outside. So, okay. So I knew I was going to help her outside and, you know, I figured I was going to dig up a plant or, you know, cut some brush or something. And we go, we go out in the back of our house there and there's one flower bed, two flower beds actually. And she, and she says, she said, I said, what are we going to do? You know, I, I, she said, we're going to, we're going to change the dirt. I said, what'd you, what'd you, we're going to do what? She said, we're going to, we're going to, Take the old dirt out and put new dirt in. I, I didn't know you had new dirt. <laughs> I didn't know there was new dirt, but so I said, I said, I, I said, no, I'm not going to do it. And then she, she said, oh, please. So I gave in and I, and we, we, we took the, <laughs> took the flowers out, all the plants up, took the old dirt out, put the new dirt in, replanted the, but you know what? A couple a year later or whatever, the flowers looked a whole lot prettier. Now, I don't know how I got off on all that, but Uzziah liked, liked the flowers. Well, so does my wife. Anyway, let's move on here. Verse 11. Anyway, Uzziah had an army of fighting men who went out to war by companies according to the number of their role as prepared by GLAL and so forth. Uh, verse 12, the numbers of the chief officers and mighty men of valor were 2,600. Verse 13, under their authority, there was an army of 307,500. Look at verse 14, then Uzziah prepared them, uh, uh, then Uzziah prepared for them for the entire army, shields, spears, helmets, body armor, bows. You see the blessing of God. That's why I'm reading this. See the blessing of God on him. At verse 15, he made devices in Jerusalem invented by skillful men to be on the towers, the corners, to shoot arrows and large st stones. So his fame, this is verse 15, his fame spread far and wide for he was marvelously helped till he became strong. Now think about that. He was marvelously helped. And I read all these verses. I didn't want to skip over these other verses because I wanted to read them because you could see how God was blessing this man and 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 helping him and i like this verse 15 he it, his fame spread far and wide why because he was seeking the lord and god was helping him and look at this for he was marvelously helped now the bible doesn't play around with words it doesn't mince words now we saw earlier that he was helped but now it says he was marvelously helped. I mean, it's a good deal to be helped by God. But when God is marvelously helping you, my goodness, why was it? He was seeking God. The hand of God was so mighty, mightily and powerfully on him and, and, and prospering him. Uh, he was marvelously helped, marvelously helped. And I wish I could stop the story there. Let me just say this. He sought God. He was, you see the promotion in his life. But notice here, he was marvelously helped until he became strong. Now remember in the first session, we talked about humility and the importance of humility, the importance of humility. But notice this, when he was strong, his heart was lifted up. There's that pride. All that blessing, I tell you what, you... You know, thank God for his blessing, but I tell you what, there's a test that comes with the great blessing and the prosperity of the Lord. God warns about that, actually, and, you know, that he warns that, you know, that, that, that 
when, when, when we seek him and we become strong, that we don't have this attitude that, you know, it was my power and my might that's got me this promotion and, and wealth and forget God. You know, I've watched a lot of people do that over the years. They start out, you know, just barely able to get along. They seek the Lord, go after the Lord, you know, and just like with things we've talked about here tonight, God's hand comes on them, blesses them, raises them up, and then all of a sudden, you know, they get caught up with all the 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 stuff they have that God gave them, and now they don't have time for the Lord. Well, that's what happened with Uzziah here. Uh, you know, his his heart was lifted up to his destruction. For he transgressed against the Lord his God by entering the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. Now Uzziah was a king, but now he wants to do something that only a priest was supposed to do. And now he's so prideful that he uh, he's going to step out of his office. Uh, I don't know why it is that, 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 and I deal with it myself, it seems like, like we always want to be something that we're not, or we always want something that we don't have. And uh, yeah, I think it'd be a pretty good deal to be king. <laughs> but here, this guy's king. He wants to be a priest. I can almost guarantee you this: if he was a priest, he'd have wanted to be king. Something we gotta watch about our 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 personalities, our flesh. I think all human beings have this in in common that we seem to always want something. As I said, that we that we don't have. Or be something that we're not. He was a king. He wanted to be priest. And uh, so in verse 17, uh, because it says right here that he went into the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of, the inc uh, of incense. That's a no-no if you're not a priest. And Azariah, the priest, went in after him. And with him were 80 priests of the Lord, valiant men. And they withstood King Uzziah and said to him, It's not for you, Uzziah, to burn incense to the Lord, but for the priests, the sons of Aaron, who are consecrated to burn incense. Get out of the sanctuary, for you have trespassed. You'll have no honor from God. Now, you know what? Uzziah, right there. Now, now see, that was God's goodness, sending those priests to rebuke King Uzziah. That was God's goodness. And you know what? Uzziah should have repented right there. If he'd have repented and said, oops, I've made a mistake. Lord, forgive me. I'm sorry. And got out of there. Everything would have been fine. And, and if he'd have said, you know, I'm not a priest. Lord, thanks for, well, thanks for rebuking me. I needed, I, I needed it. Thank you. And I'm not a priest and I'm, I'm not going to step out of my office and stay in as king and not, not try to be something that I'm not. See that that would have it, everything would have wound up fine, but he didn't do that. Notice what he did in verse nineteen. Nineteen. He became Uzziah became furious. You know, I, I've watched that so many times over the years. When uh, when when God corrects people, you know, and sometimes, and I taught this in a previous series somewhere or another. We talked about it, but. Sometimes God will use a pastor to bring correction to somebody, you know, and just, just sitting, listening to the pastor preach and the pastor will get off on something and, you know, and start talking about something. And he doesn't even know that, that he's, I've done this. I've been up preaching and the Lord just get off on a subject, you know, and say, say some things. I didn't even 
realize anybody in the congregation, you know, needed to be corrected in that area. I just, just flowing with the Holy Spirit. I've had people get mad. They get, I did, you know, they get mad, leave the church. <laughs> like I said, I did nothing. I didn't know what I even did. They, you know, when God, you see, when God corrects us, it's because he loves us. The Bible says in the book of Revelation, the Lord Jesus said, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten, you know, and correct. And so uh, this was God's showing his great love for Uzziah. But a lot of times when people get corrected, instead of repenting, they become furious. <laughs> they get angry. And that's what happened here. Uzziah, he got, he, he became furious and he had a censer in his hand to burn incense and while he was angry with the priests, he was angry with the preachers. Like I said, I've had, I've had people get angry at me, and I don't even know I don't even know why they're angry. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, on a few occasions, well, you you said such and such. When did I say it? Well, when you were preaching. I, I don't even know what you're talking about a lot of times. Yeah, you stepped on my toes. <laughs> See, it's the Spirit of God just just leading me, teaching, preaching, you know, and got off on somebody's toes to try to help them because God God loves them, corrects them, and and uh, they get angry. Wouldn't it be better to repent? Just say, thanks, God, I know you love me so much, and repent. Wouldn't that be better? Uh, now, there's been a few times where I've, you know, called people aside and, you know, privately and maybe, you know, I said, hey, you might want to think about adjusting this or adjusting that. And, you know, I've had people, yeah, I've had people uh, repent. I've had people get angry at that too. But in fairness, let me say this now. I have had many occasions, many occasions where people have come to me and they've said, Pastor, you know, I, you know, how, how did you know I needed to hear such and such? And I said, well, I didn't know. It must have been the Lord. It was the Lord. And they say, oh, you just stepped all over my toes today. But then they'll say this. They'll say, but you know what? I needed to hear that. Thank thank you, Pastor, for being obedient to the Lord. And I've had many, many people, you know, just, just humbly, humbly as could be, humbly repent. And that's a blessing. And, you you know, I do, I have seen that. But, but I, <laughs> I've had a few <laughs> get mad as a wet hornet at me, you know. But anyway, here Uzziah, he sought God. God's promoting him. And, and all of that. But now he's angry at the priests. He's angry at the very people that are trying to help him. And notice leprosy broke out on his forehead. Wow. You know, uh, it's so true. If, if it, and I don't say this to scare anybody, but it's sobering that, that, uh, you know, there's leprosy waiting out for you outside of your call. You know, if you get outside of what God's called you to do, you know, uh, you, you have to be real careful with that. You have to be real careful with that. You know, find out what it is God wants you to do, and then do that. Just stay, stay right, right in there, and you know, doing what He's called you to do. And you know, I, I've, I've seen this, I guess, to the greatest degree uh, among the ministry, where you'll have, you know, people who are called to be pastors and and they want to be prophets. You know. And so they'll step out of the pastorate, try to be a prophet, and it just never works works out good. And then I I've seen others. I'm thinking of one right now. 
Think of the one right now that God called him to be a prophet. I mean, this man was a true, absolutely true New Testament prophet. And if you know me, you know, I don't say that very often about folk. But this guy was real deal. He was a, he was a prophet and, 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 and a, a teacher. I mean, more so a prophet. I mean, this, this man was, was, God called him as a prophet. And, uh, absolutely. And, uh, uh, but, uh, he, he, he tried to, to pastor. And, uh, won't get, go into all the details of it, but, uh, uh, he stepped out of his office. And now there were probably other reasons, but, but, but from the spiritual side of it, I watched it. It cost him his life. He died young. Sobering, isn't it? So I don't share that to scare anybody, but I tell you what, we need to find out what it is God's called us to do. Seek Him diligently in it. He'll promote us in it. But just stay in it. And if He don't tell it, if He don't change it, then you, you don't change it. Okay? You just stay doing what He's called you to do. Seek Him in that. And He'll promote you. And, you go right on down the road. But but here, he's angry with the priest. Leprosy breaks out in his forehead. Think about that. The guy that sought God and was so marvelously helped. Now, think about that. He's got leprosy broke out on his forehead before the priests in the house of the Lord, right there in the, in the house of the Lord. Think about that, right beside the incense altar. And Isaiah, the chief priest, and all the priests looked at him, and there on his forehead, he was leprous. And they thrust him out of that place and he hurried to get out because the Lord had struck him. The Lord, that's the Bible said the Lord struck him. Didn't say he allowed, the Bible didn't say the Lord allowed him to be struck. The Lord struck him. You know, remember when we talked about the judgment of the Lord. There, There is a judgment of God. There is. And this guy wasn't 16 years old when God did this. You know, this guy was, what was it, 16 plus 52, I guess it was. Or I, I, he was he was in his 50s, 60s, 70s, whatever it was. You can do the math. He was, he was seasoned, matured. You know, he wasn't what, you know, like a baby Christian, you know. He was matured in the things of God. And, uh, but uh, verse 21 said, that he was a leper until the day of his death. And he dwelt in an isolated house because he was a leper. He was cut off from the house of the Lord. You know, now, now I, I can't prove this, but, but I don't think you can disprove it, as I typically say. But I, from what, what I know about the Lord and from my study of the word over the years, I don't think that he ever repented. Because if he repented... It's likely God would have restored him back to his, 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 uh, position, his, you know, that, that he had before he got into this mess. You know, we see one of the most evil kings in the Bible, Manasseh, and, uh, and <laughs> Uzziah wasn't an evil king, but Manasseh was, and, 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 he, and, you know, we talked about him in an earlier session somewhere or another back in the past, and God remember put a nose, had the enemy put a nose ring hook in him and took him into captivity and and Manasseh repented and God restored his, him to his 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 kingdom if he do that for Manasseh don't you think he'd have done that for Uzziah if he'd have repented I I think he probably would have Uzziah I mean he got he got he got he got stubborn 
you know. Uh, I, I I don't know. It's it's something I just just have a little heart to heart talk with you here on top of everything else. But you know, as we get older, we have to be watchful. I, I see Uzziah when he was younger and so forth, seeking the Lord. As he got older, he had this problem. You think about Solomon as he got older and the problems he had. You know, I don't know. It's something about aging. Is as I get older, I I tell you what, I want to get closer to God, not further away. Okay, so I I don't know maybe that'll help somebody. But uh, uh, but he was a leper till the day of his death. Here, think about the man that sought God, marvelously helped, promoted, unbelievably so, wonderfully so, and now he's a leper, cut off from the house of God. Sad, isn't it? And verse 23 says that Uzziah rested with his father. Eventually he died and they buried him, you know, where, where his father had been buried, so on and so forth. And then it's interesting here. It says, for they said he is a leper. And then his son reigned in his place. They said he's a leper. You know, it's interesting. All the good accomplishments that he had in his life. It's interesting at the end of his life, they didn't say, a great king, the people now. They didn't say, you know, he sought God. They didn't, they didn't, and I read those verses earlier about all the accomplishments and all the things. They didn't, they didn't remember any of that. All they remembered is he's a leper. Think about that. You know as well as I do, you can do 99 positive things, but you do one negative thing and, and that's about all people will remember. Sad, isn't it? But let's don't go by what people are saying about us. Let's let's go by what the Lord is saying about us. The reason I shared that is I always that that scripture's always stuck out to me. All the good stuff this guy did, and they they didn't remember any of that. It just he's a leper. Think about that. But here's the here's the lesson for tonight. In summation, is if you want to be promoted, you seek God. And you seek him diligently, you seek him first, you seek him with your whole heart. You study, you, you read the word, you study, you pray, you fast, you honor him in your, your finances, all of that. And when you do that, God will promote you. As you seek the Lord, he will promote you. And when he promotes you and his hand of blessing comes on you and he promotes you, learn a lesson from Uzziah here. Okay, learn a lesson from him. Don't let all that blessing and promotion go to your head and fog you and blind you, you know, and, and, and get prideful, you know. But but uh, stay humble, stay faithful, continue to seek God all the more, and he'll continue to bless you all the more. Well, hey, I hope you enjoyed this tonight. I hope you got something out of it. It's been an honor for me to just sit here and talk with you and share with you. And uh, next Wednesday night, uh, we're going to conclude this series on promotion. And, uh, you know, we talked about, as I said, humility, faithfulness, seeking God. Those are you know, spiritual things. But we're going to conclude this next Wednesday night with talking about things we can do in the natural, naturally speaking. Uh, and we're going to look in, into the book of Proverbs and we're going to see that Proverbs is just full of things that natural 
practical, everyday things that, that, that we can do that will cause God to promote us and cause promotion in our lives, okay? So that's what we'll do next Wednesday, okay? And also, too, don't forget, now, this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Summit Church, we welcome everyone to attend, and we'll be there in person in our building, and I'm teaching a series on Jesus's healing crusade, and we're going through the Bible, and we're looking at... We're looking at uh, 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 you know how Jesus healed people and so on and so forth, and it's it's the next best thing to going back in a time capsule or a time machine or whatever two thousand years, whatever spaceship, whatever two thousand years. We can't do that, but we can go in the Word of God, and uh, we can we can uh, be right there with Jesus in the Bible and watch Him as He ministers to the sick. I'll say, okay, so we started that last Sunday. We'll pick up with that this next Sunday, okay? So, hey, thanks for joining me, and God bless you, and uh, I will see you real soon. Okay, bye-bye.